Hey, Divine Dolls, how you doing? So, in true form, it is 10.30, y'all. I did take my sleeping pills. I am sleepy as fuck, okay? Um, but, I don't know, I'm probably going to title this something kind of, you know, crazy. I don't know, I think, I think I'm going to title it like I'm a pick-me or something. I don't know, I don't know. I'll probably just upload it in the morning, but, um, I, I, I really don't like <laughs> when my content creators kind of, like, go, like, when there's disagreements, I think even when I, you know, it just kind of stemmed back to childhood, I don't like to hear people yelling and arguing and what makes it um, a little difficult for me is because I, I can usually see both sides of the story. So I'm going to just, y'all, if, if y'all are kind of like in the same pools that I am, then, then you kind of know what I'm referring to. But one, and, and, and it comes down to you guys, you know, I feel like. I get it because there's different levels of um, passion that we have. And I really do feel like the there's a conversation to be had um, and flushed out. So that's why I'm in a place where I'm confident. I think that um, where, where I'm confident and I just have to stand on my own square on what I believe to the degree that I do. But let me let me stop talking in circles a little bit. So I'm listening to um, uh, the Salem Witch Trials podcast. And a woman called in and she was talking about how, you know, white women, um, it seems like they were being favored. And I actually do agree with her. This is what I wanted to say. My my take on it is this. I think that, and this is my opinion, okay, that you kind of have to afford people to have um, varying degrees. If you are at the forefront of something, then um, you are going to be on the, on the high spectrum. Me, myself, I would consider myself way, I'm not 100% going to say I'm not, uh, I'm very pro-black woman. That that's, I'm not, never going to apologize about that. Not ever. <laughs> um, but I think my issue is, is if you kind of know your history a little bit, when we started the, um, women's rights movements I remember studying about this but it was so long ago but the little bit I do remember um was like freshman year in in college and they were talking about how part of the reason the women's movement broke up is because we couldn't identify with each other like our needs were so different right so um Yes, we all needed access to ATM. Yes, we needed our names on the deeds. 
Yes, we needed to be able to get a driver's license and still fighting to get equal pay and to be treated, you know, to have rights and, and that type of thing. But when it came to a disparity when um, some of the things that the women in the suburbs were experiencing was different than than the white women. And here's my gripe to pick because I feel like with white women, they were just as cruel, if not more cruel than the white slave masters that that were men. Um, there are books about how um, white slave owners that were women were very cruel and in particular to the women. So it's not... Uh, and so that's my gripe number one. I feel like they are just as treacherous as as the white men have been. And I feel that um, the second part that I wanted to say was um, this is reminding me of the women's rights movements all over again because if if we're going to do this all over again where we're going to try to unite and we're going to try to all be on the same page, it feels like the same thing all over again where it's kind of like black women are being called to um, be, be the bigger person. Here's my thing. I feel like black women inherently are always literally like I want to say probably this is not the best use of the term, but at the same time, it's probably the best use of the term. We're always mammying for everyone else. And this is how we end up with um, taking on allowing biracials to take on our identity and accepting and inviting everybody to the cookout in the sense that it's kind of like we're always been so accepting to the point where it's caused us our detriment, right? So we're always taking in this one, always standing up for the other people. And to the point where, yes, we do it for our men, but we also do it for other cultures, right? And so if I'm going to keep it 100, I'm not in a space where, you know, I don't, I, it's good. It takes a big, bigger person to say, you know what, I know we've been done wrong in the past and this is where we need to be and advocate, you know, when I don't even see that they're advocating for themselves type of a thing. And like I said, I feel like they need to advocate for themselves and black women need to advocate for themselves. And at the same time, it's kind of like we're both moving in the same direction on the same, in the same it's kind of like lanes in the freeway, right? Like, I'm going to stay in my lane, right? I can advocate for black women. I'm still in the same direction in all three lanes, you know, in terms of, you know, because, and you even hear it when I talk about, like, other women across the, around the world. It, it's inherent, like I said. And, I, and, I, and the thing is, I can go up to the spectrum, but not all the way up to where I'm like, I'm going to be fighting so hard for just white women. I'm not there yet. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I'm not. Um, I, I, I think they're just as treacherous as the white men have proven to be. I think that... Um, I don't see them reciprocating it. You know, the... 
support of black women, you know, to the degree that we do for them. I've talked about how there is no black and brown coalition, right? So it just feels like this whole thing again. Should there be racism? No. You know, um, am I going to be racist? No. I've hired every single, you know, race when it came to my opportunity to, to hire, which is kind of funny because when it came to other people who were in hiring positions that were similar to mine, they looked like, you know, whatever that demographic of, the, of, the, of them were, they hired within their own. And I'm over here hiring, you know, um, did it end? Yeah, I think it ended. Everybody's kind of burnt out. Mm. All right, let me get off the live. So, I don't know, that's just where I stand. I feel like I, I understood where the caller was coming from. I, um... I I totally get it. I feel like I'm not going to I feel like it takes a bigger person to to be out here pushing as hard as like, "Oh, well, white women are suffering." Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I like I said, they're not reciprocating it, but Here's the distinction between the two. I like I said when I started this con- this I said there's a conversation to be had, right? And it's unfortunate because the temper is flared, but I really think that there's a lot more to unpack to to that conversation. Um because I don't think we're in a space to where the wounds are healed yet. You know, so Trying to move forward without kind of addressing those wounds, I don't know how you can any other way to push past it. I mean, I mean, you you could kind of have like a keloid scar and push through it, but. I think that the conversations are important. I would like to see a sisterhood, but um, it's one of those things where, like I said, I feel like it's a lot of you to ask me to be the bigger person when I feel like we have been the bigger person, you know, um, fighting for everybody and just ended up getting stepped on and taken advantage of from both sides, right? Because I think that it's unfortunate it escalated because I that oh God, I don't even know if I'm gonna upload this, but I just hate that it escalated. Do do black women have a history of like um advocating for like the George Floyds after finding out that he you know, harmed a, a black woman when she was pregnant and wasn't there for his daughter and that type of stuff. Are eh. um, our black women like myself responsible for, you know, being out and advocating for like the um, Stefan Clarks and the Tyree 
nickels and, you know, um, tearing up like all these different places and riots and stuff for, you know, advocating for people who have like 14 warrants and or criminal records and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, I feel like If you're going to ask me if it's on the same equivalent, I don't know. And this is why this is why I feel like it's it's really unfortunate like I said too that they're split hairs with that because at the end of the day we both want the same thing and I just feel like if she wants to be pro black woman in her lane then I'll be being that lane with her. You know. Um and I've said this before, too. It's just the space that I'm in. I haven't really found it to be a thing where it's like. I, I, I could I could be the bigger person and just be really friendly with all what. And I've told you this before. I live like really close to like one of the most racist cities, at least the last that I heard. Um in the last five years or so, uh, in the in the United States, right? It's documented. It's in the stats and stuff like that. Um, and I experience it in in a roundabout way. Sometimes some people are racist. Like, um, some of them are covert. Like they will smile to your face, and sometimes it's more overt. Like I told you two weeks ago, you you could just tell that this woman had a problem with me and she tried to kick a, a, a cup into my face. And um, I want to say, like, I think another one that I shared, too, she um, she had called another black woman a derogatory term. And it was weird because the way I was just like looking at her it's like this karmic energy, like, so so this is what you're not going to do. And she felt it upon herself to come and try to apologize to me. And at that point, it's like, no, you called that person a derogatory term. And and that person was, she's, she's very Christian-based, right? So she was forgiving of the person, um, you know, and type of a thing. But to me, it's like, no, that was so unwarranted. You don't even know this person from Adam. And and so that's, that's I don't know. I feel like, I think that even it can, it depends on, on um, our upbringing and our shaping and our culture, culture background too. Because um, where I grew up, it's one of those things where, It is a melting pot. Um, and even when I think about my parents, like my mom raised us to be accepting of all the cultures. But even as, as I started to get older, you started to realize like, huh, we used to have neighbors from all different backgrounds, like Indonesian, Korean, Brazilian, um, Argentinian, 
want to say, I don't remember us having very many Filipino at all. I don't think I knew anybody that was Filipino, but like Korean, um, a lot of Hispanic, um, predominantly white and Hispanic, but we would have like, I remember one time we had a couple of Tungans, Samoan, and so my mom, she would teach us how to like enjoy their different foods. Like, so we have favorite foods from all the different cultures and my mom knows how to make them. And we would learn how to say hi and bye and, you know, um, little things here and there. And just the other, like before my mom left um, to go to her vacation home, she was telling me about one of the neighbors. And so my mom is... You know, I was young, so my mom, my parents have been, for the most part, I grew up very, very sheltered. So, as much as it had its good, you know, and bad, it was good in some ways because now that I'm older, she will tell me what really happened behind the scenes. And um, it was things like, I remember, like, with this one, they were Korean, and... um. My mom helped the lady learn English and she went on to um, open an English school and she would practice English with my mom. They They would, you know, like that. And so her daughter was in school, like I think maybe like one or two years younger than me. So two grades behind me. And when my mom would ask her to learn words in her language, She said the little girl would just be like mean mugging her and she would tell her mom like, no, like you shouldn't be doing that. I'm going to tell dad. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, she did not like black people. Like that's how the dad was. The dad was kind of probably, I don't know. I don't, I I remember both of them and and the the kids and stuff. And she had had like a eye surgery because I guess she was running with a pencil and she fell and it went through her eye. So, um, with her, with them bringing her out here to one of the um, medical doctors out here that are the best for that type of eye surgery, she was here and then ended up staying here long enough to go to the same Christian private school that I went to, right? So it's kind of like we've always been the bigger person, but I don't think it's being afforded the other way. I don't think that you can be too upset at... um at us if we say, listen, if you're not going to afford me the same way and there's no reciprocation, then I don't, I'm not in a space where I feel like being the bigger person. And this is an interesting um, conversation for me, but I'm probably going to go to bed and I'll probably, if I wake up in the night, you know, cause I am sleepy, but, and so I do have to come up with a title and maybe I think I'm not going to do a thumbnail. Um, And then maybe let's see how I feel in the morning or the next couple of days. But when I explore what it means to be divine feminine, sometimes I don't I don't I don't want to have to be that bigger, better person, especially when it's been abused and has been taken, uh, taken care of. I it's right up there with, you know, turning turning the other other cheek. And it's like, why slap the cheek in the first place? I feel like to me. You know, 
I'm in a space where if you're amicable with me, I'm amicable with you. Don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Right? That's how I end learning to just match people's energy. So if you're cool with me, you like it, I love it, everything's great. If you want to have a problem, then I don't need to be around you. And that does help a little bit, but I'm not going to... You know, some of the places I go, it's kind of interesting because the people, and, and I, I heard this, I, I'm going to try not to mention any like content creators in this one because what I, my thoughts I know on this one are controversial. So when I'm being a little bit, you know, <laughs> wild and out, I, I just kind of keep to my, you know, my my thoughts more revolving around me. But I remember the person said, um... The people who are different will prove themselves to be different. They go out of their way to prove themselves to be different. And that resonates with me because I've always had to show up to work that I'm not a lazy person. So I have to be 10 times better than any of my colleagues, any of my coworkers, any of my bosses, right? 10 times better than them. Right. And I had to prove that. And that meant that I was getting to work before my boss, leaving after my boss, working through lunch, sometimes no lunches. Right. Um, checking emails at two or three in the morning and replying back to them, working weekends, you know, getting my education. Right. Um, and it's funny now because I think I, I sound a little bit more regular now, but back then it's like, if you're hearing me on the phone, you couldn't even tell I was a black person. Like it was just cause I'd be enunciating my words and like the intonation and everything and making sure like, okay, so confirmation, your phone number is nine, five, whatever, six, eight, nine, one, two, three. All right. And I remember <laughs> one time I have so many jokes from it too, because um, if you really wanted to, to, it, it's little like petty things. Like sometimes when people are giving you their phone numbers, they'll say like nine oh oh nine, and you're like nine zero zero nine, and it like caught this person off guard. Like, oh yeah, it is a zero, you know, <laughs> telling you. But <coughs> I want to say that you know, I I think that. If there's going to be healing in the sisterhood, then we have to be able to have a little more discord. I don't agree with the escalation of the voices and the yelling. I I would have liked to see a little bit more, you know, both parties putting the, their thoughts on the table and agreeing to disagree but being able to still be having unison because at the end of the day we both want the same thing if that means i have to be um excommunicated i really y'all it's it's a beautiful feeling i want to say for young people that when i think about when i was young and again a group sheltered and i had to work on a lot of confidence and being shy type of a thing so Am I, do I know that I'm right, 100% right? No, 
But it feels good for me to know that I can stand on my own square. And even if that means that I'm not going to be, you know, affiliated with something or necessarily agree with something, I'm comfortable with like being 10 toes down with what I believe. Right. And so this is one of those moments where I'm, I'm so 10 toes down on this. I mean, this is how I see it. Like pay the pay attention to what pays you. Right. So um, sometimes I have to remind myself, like, these people are not paying my bills, you know, um, they're not paying my light bill, my mortgage, my carb notes, you know, they're not. So does it feel good to me at this point? Yes. You know, um, So yeah, that that's that's just unfortunate that that happened. I feel like because like I said at the end of the day we both want the same thing. And um I if I'm honest, I it shouldn't have been this whole thing where you're saying like, "Oh, she's the one that's treacherous." It's kind of like, "Okay, I can understand that you feel that way about what white women did." I understand that because there's truth on both sides. Both of them were actually telling the truth. The caller said white women are treacherous AF. And if you've ever had to work with any, they they can be that way. And one of the things I was saying is that um, when I was saying that um, there, one of the content creators recently said within a, a week or so of me recording this, that the person who is different will prove themselves to be different like it they will set themselves apart from the crowd and so i have had those instances and for what it means it's like god bless them right because these people are kind of like these souls that understand um the dynamics right and and with that being said too because it's so interesting to me to have conversations now with people because i understand some of the the ways that we have black people have failed our own selves in our own community so i have that breadth of understanding and i take that with me when i go into conversations um and so it, it it just takes it even more to another level. But I have had those few instances where people kind of understand, you know, I, I've been saying this lately. It's really nice to be just be treated like a human being. And sometimes people take that for granted, you know, um, I and and. Kind of just going on a tangent here too, because um I've had to call my my bank a couple of times, and it was so nice because both times like the consistent quality the customer care I felt so taken care of, and it's like it's been a long time since I felt that like <clears throat> when you are going around just (laughs) wanting to just go about your regular life and it's like the always that extra pull 
of like just having to combat, you know, people just being just nasty for no other reason than the melanin of your skin. You're pleasant, you greet them, you're nice and everything, you, you, you know, and, and still getting like pushback. So it's been a long time, you know, when just to, to have somebody go through, make sure everything is set, you know, really respectful, really courteous, really kind, right? And, um... I lately when I talk to people, I'm like, I just remind them, you know, when I think about I talk about it in terms of my job, it was it's it's I just wanted to be treated like a human being, like someone who has feelings, someone who has good days and bad days. I also when I think about being a human being, I think about laughter that, you know, we all have this twinkle in our eye and things that make us smile and things that make us happy. regardless of whatever it is that we're going through, right? So I just hate that, that, that we had to go through that, um, and like the last, because I'm going to go into chit chat mode a little bit and then I'm going to, um, get off of here because I'm actually kind of crying a little bit like the last day has been rough too because I am I guess it was interesting to hear somebody use the word um (coughs) empath and that's wow (coughs) Hmm. I apologize yeah, my throat. <clears throat> I came across the word empath. Probably heard it, grew up with hearing the word and whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me, but the the first time I really kind of like I like to use the idea of like because you you know I'm Virgo rising so we like to analyze things so the way I visualize going through life is it's kind of like you hand me something in my hand and I will start to play with it in my hand and you know look at the shape and feel how heavy it is and look at the color and see if it opens and you know just use all senses what does it look like what does it smell like what does it taste like what does it sound like what does it feel like all of that stuff so um I say that to say, like, when the word empath came back in my path was when we started learning. I started learning about, like, the twin flame stuff and understanding that it's easy for us to take on other people's energy. Um, And even when when I um, recently learned about the generators um, for human design... So I am a generator, and that means that I amplify what people around me go through, which really explains why I don't like um, when people argue. And I uh, on my, my chart, my human design chart, 
I have a lot of open spaces. So for the little bit that I know, it's like the more open <clears throat> light you have, the more it allows you to really amplify what that other person is kind of like. I, I The way I would explain it is that is if I had more dark spaces, it'd be like I'd be more solid. But if if it's more light, then I'm more likely to take on energy. And so... Um, I, I, behind the scenes just deal with, I've been dealing with some dark stuff and, and, um, I feel like, I don't, y'all, is Mercury in retrograde or something? Let me check this real quick because... It's been like this for the past couple days, and what will end up happening is, um, I am just pushing through it because I, I know what the energy feels like, and it could just be my chart. So, it, um, and then again from April 21st, well, we're in, in March right now, so... <clears throat> Well, we're definitely not in retrograde, but <clears throat> whatever is going on with me personally, just if I say the last three days have just been kind of funky. So with me getting a good customer service call today, which is very rarely happens, you know, um, and I, you could probably even hear it in my voice. I'm like, I appreciated that, that um, discourse so much, like. It felt nice. Um, yeah, I just, it, it is sad. And, and I'm giving my commentary on it. And this always happens with like my favorite content creators. I've been wanting it. I, I, well, I talk, I'll talk about it a little bit here. Because at this point, if you're listening, then you're part of my tribe. But one of the people that really bothered me was like the whole fallout with Paris Milan. When I tell you she can kick rocks, and notice how I'm not like yelling and angry and like going off on a tangent, but when I tell you she can kick rocks, she can kick rocks with open toe stilettos. And I totally mean that with my whole entire chest, okay? I mean every word that I am saying. She is so treacherous. Um... I did not like that she is a woman that just causes dissension across the board, like back to back to back to back. And it's it's crazy, too, because um, there's content creators like I remember hearing her like years ago. And I if I tell you, I probably I just pick up on the energy real quick. Like if I tell you, if I tell you, I listened to her for more than five minutes at a time, never subscribed, never. And, and I, I probably I, I'll come back around three times. And if I can't listen to you for more than five minutes, I'm just so I never really resonated or clicked with her. And then I would just see her having fallouts with all different types of people. And I'm really if anything more disappointing with just, you know, when you betray someone's trust, I, I talk a lot about betrayal. Um, <clears throat> and I do have, I don't, I need to double check. I don't know if everybody has Chiron 
in their chart. But um, once I started to understand how Chiron plays a role in how I view stuff, especially when it relates to betrayal, um, yeah, that that strikes me as just treacherous. Like, I feel like, because um, it does relate to sisterhood too. Even even with the the women that I've, you know, made friends with over the years. And yeah, you have women that will try to leech off of you, you know. Um, I am not out here, like, releasing their phone number and doxing them and, you know, putting all their information out there. Like, that's just... Mm -mm. you know and it's one thing if you're being defensive I feel like you know like if they put your content out first you know same thing like I said at the beginning of my podcast I feel like if you start it then let me finish it then at that by that point and that's why I feel like I side the way that I do with the other content creators because They've just kind of left her to to go on. Like she goes from woman to woman to woman. She makes friends with them. And then, you know, because of the way we are, we talk about our lives and our, our, our stuff. And then you just go and exploit that. Like that's just treacherous as fuck, man. Like, but I don't like when... um content creators have fall like my favorite ones have fallouts with each other and I do watch to see how they respond to it and um a lot of who I decide to quote unquote side with is comes down to you know how they handle it and I feel like um the content creators that I follow up until now I I like how they respond to um mean-spirited people but yeah let me get off of here I don't like to keep these too long I just I think it's unfortunate and I think it's just it's like I I think even within the last like I want to say this is the third day and last night was rough for me um, and it's not because it's, it's stuff that's happening to me. It's stuff that's in my inner circle. And so I, if they're going through ish, I'm going through ish. And, and so it is, is a dark, I'm going to keep it like a dark night last night. And then, you know, I always enjoy, y'all know I be getting my little snacks. I get my little NW root bear, my little turkey bite snacks. I run out of um the Gouda cheese, which, <laughs> um, and then I, um, I did make myself some vegetables with some salmon. It was so freaking good. Um, some like mixed vegetables with salmon. Um... And I posted up and I was listening to it. It was a really, really good podcast. Like, it's deep. Um, and and to be fair, I was thinking the same stuff too. But that woman called in and said some of the things I agreed with. But I, again, I thought about calling in. But I was just like, you know what? 
it's not going to accomplish, you know, it's not going to accomplish anything. And I agree with both of them. This, this reminds me of when I was in high school. And, um, no, no, it was junior high. Because literally I had a flashback. This takes me back to, um, I still, y'all, because I'm like visual. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of interesting too. Because uh, if, if it's, a, depending on how deep the trauma is, I will just block everything out. But I still remember like, kid you not like I'm I could see the lockers I remember how bright it was outside and I was looking towards the gym type of a thing and it was a group of, of us girlfriends and so junior high is around that age I remember having that kind of stress too like in fifth grade there's something about fifth grade but yeah so junior high and it was um a couple of us girls and one of the girls would always get jealous, like, if I sat next to the, the other, because it was like, for sure it was three of us, <clears throat> and I remember she would get really mad, and, like, the whole year, like, one minute she's friends with both of us, what, the next minute she's only friends with that one, the next minute she's only friends with me, and I remember um, the 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 girl who was always, like, you know, pretty much jealous, she got mad at me and I remember thinking like oh my gosh here we go again but again like like that that same feeling I had like that little teeny tiny little fire I had back then like I because I I suffered I wouldn't say I suffered with but I had to learn how to be confident and it I didn't get it until like way 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 later in life like I if I even went so far as to say I got it like Last year, this year, I, I would be confident saying that, right? That little feeling is kind of like, you know what? I'm okay on my own. I can stand on my own. I don't need the validation of, of this relationship. And this is a pattern that I didn't like and it didn't feel healthy in my little, you know, 13, 14 year old mind. And I remember the other girl, she came to me when the other girl had gone to go to the to the gym um, and cause we had PE and so, and I knew why she came to me when the other girl had went around the corner cause she, she was trying to, you know, not be seen because what would end up happening is that this had happened so many times that if the other girl knew that, um, she, you know, she's mad at me and now the other girl's talking to her. Now she would have been mad at both of us. So she came and she's like, oh my goodness, I'm going to go over there. I don't want you to be mad at me. It's because she, she's always getting mad at us and I don't want her to be mad. I'm like, oh no, I was like, it's okay. I'll be fine. You know, definitely just go hang out with her. I'm going to be fine. I remember went, to, got dressed in PE in the locker room, did what I had to do and ran my mile and stuff. And they hung out together. And it was like, I was just able to just push through the, the mess, but it's just one of those things where it's kind of like I I uh, I don't like to see the fighting and and again it goes back to just always having to be the bigger person and always having to like I don't know 
It gets tiring. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to make it an excuse to say that we shouldn't try to be the bigger person, but I'm going to say or acknowledge that there is a, some degree of fatigue. I do also understand the woman that doesn't feel like trusting, you know, that whole scenario. I completely understand it, you know, and if, if you can find a way to, you know, work with what it means to be with, you know, pro black woman, and we figure out our ish in our community and let them do what they need to. And we're all under the same leadership. It's kind of like, um, if I were to think about it in terms of like, let's just take it to the Bible. <laughs> the, 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 the image that came to my mind was like Moses, you know, and he got to a point where he had to delegate judges to help him because he was dealing with every single um, household um, complaint and things that were going on. So um, his father-in-law told him, to appoint judges and so they could work their way up and so some things were really simple and some things that were more difficult would come up to the to the greater like commune or something like that i think that that's the the word i was like see but but um like to the to the council like to the to the greater council it's like the, like how we have Supreme Court now, right? And but other than that, you have your local district where you go to, and you talk to the local district attorney, um, local DA, and and stuff like that. But and then you work your way up. You know, if it's gonna be like civil or federal or whatever. But I feel like um, so. You kind of have to afford that some people, you, you're the leader. Your goal is to get us to, from A to B. And that means being able to manage all the personalities. So yes, her as the leader, she has to have the best interest of white people, Asian people, Hispanic people, Filipino, Vietnamese, Korean you know, Italian, Spanish, da 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 da, da you know. Um, and so some people are going to be able to kind of intertwine a little bit more easier. Some people don't have as many hangups, and again, it, it can depend on where you grew up. And, you you know, how much, quote unquote, baggage you have. But if, if she wants to work in her household, like, let's say, with her family, her community, you know, in her tribe, in her tent, you have different tents and stuff. Then as long as she's taking care of those 12 people in her house or, you know, 15 people in her house and... When he makes that bullhorn call and it's time for us to get up and get to the next location and go in circles for the next 40 years, 
then, you know, as long as we're all on the same path, then kind of have to learn how to manage all of those different things. Because here's here's what kind of sucks. And y'all are going to hate me for this. I just want to say it. If that had been a white woman that had called in and kind of said something along the same lines, I don't think she would have gotten the same. But I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Let me... Mm. Let me check something else right now. Cause I I um I know I'm noticing it's not just me. So that's January eighteen, it's two weeks or March. Neptune, what date is that? Mm. That's not until June. Hmm. Well, here's this, and then I'm going to close out because, y'all, I'm sleeping again. It is what it is, right? It's Musings of a Divine Feminine. I hope I haven't really... I, I, I don't want to... This one, if, of all the podcasts... I feel like if I lost subscribers on this one, it would be a tragedy because obviously my whole thing is I don't want to step on toes. And I feel like toes got stepped on tonight. And it's really unfortunate because we're all in the same building. We're all trying to march to the same beat um, or at least in the same direction. But and I like I said, and if I didn't say before, I agree with both, both of them. Okay. And I think that um like I said there there's there was so much more to unpack because if we're supposed to have um forums we're not always going to agree and we're always going to have people who have different stuff because even like when we're talking about religion um, there are some insights or things that if I really, really, truly wanted to, I could poke holes in, in some of the theories, but it's not, it's not that serious to me. I understand the point they're trying to get across and I know I would be right, but it's not worth me, you know, debunking some of the stuff that they're saying, but um, here's what it says, y'all. Um, for 2023, it says it includes workshops. Uh, okay, they're trying to. Well, it looks like they're talking about workshops, but anyways, it has to do with boundaries, transformations, abundance, and relationships. Let me see. All right, y'all. I'm going to go. I'll talk to you later. Bye.